Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 256, and today's topic is Cruel Summer, season 2, episode 4, titled Springing a Leak. The description reads, in summer 1999, Megan wants to be adventurous and makes fake IDs for the gang. In winter 1999, a burst pipe leads the Landrys and Isabella to a messy night at the Chambers house. Isabella wishes to help, but is met with resistance from Megan. So y'all already know, we about to get into it. We about to break it down, scene by scene, like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week's episode, and then a sleeper in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father, Joey. As always, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any recap requests. With that being a movie, TV show, docuseries, hit your girl up. Get your recap request in, and I'll get it out free of charge, free of charge. Or if you have any music, any businesses, any brands that you're working on, let me know so I can shout out and show love back to you. Because I love whom loves me. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow my music playlist. They are exclusively. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. Click on one, it takes you to the rest of them, every genre, because I got some long-range music ears. And if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, please hit the follow button, because it will help your girl out. So on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show, and let's talk Cruel Summer. All I need is one mic. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Thank you.
All right. So this episode opens with the events that are about to unfold take place on or around July 23rd, 1999, December 23rd, 1999, and July 23rd, 2000. So we know that winter, we're getting close to that big New Year's party where everything went left. Now, the episode actually opens with Summer 99, and Megan, she has woke up with a brand new attitude. She's wanting to open up more, explore her horizons, not be so much of the rule follower. And Isabella is right there to help her because now we're seeing the beginning of their friendship and how they became so close. And this is where we're starting to see the change in the summer of 99. Now it's starting to catch up to where we can see, okay, so this is how the friendship started. This is what was going on with um, Megan and Jeff. We're starting to get more and more and more. So it cuts to December 99. And <clears throat> Megan is all excited. She's in a room on her computer. She's excited about a computer program that she can work for while she's in college and can still help out with, you know, um, her mom and Lily while um, she's telling Isabella, you know, she has that look on her face and it's still like a little bit of a obsession in my opinion. Cause she like, you know, they're, they're talking about the computer program and she's all excited and she has like that serious look like, so are you going to see Luke tonight? I was like, okay. <laughs> After she asked her that, they hear a loud bang and run downstairs and a pipe has bust and the roof is falling in. It's just a mess. So it cuts to summer 2000. It's in the middle of the night. Megan is sneaking to the trash, throwing a bag away. Very sneaky. So she, we know that she don't want nobody to know. And I'm thinking like, okay, if you're trying to hide something, why are you going to put it in your trash in your yard? Drive out a little bit. <laughs> But as soon as she runs back in the house, Isabella sees it. She um comes out after, checks the bag, and it looked like it could have been a dress covered with blood all over. So we know something happened. Something happened on that New Year's Day or New Year's Eve night. Something happened after that party, and these two know more. But Isabella kind of looked at like she was shocked to see the blood. So, of course, it left us wanting more and trying to put more theories together of what the hell happened. So we get into the next scene and we see Megan's attorney grilling her as he should, because he knows she's lying. He knows she's holding something back and he's there to help her. And, you know, he's like, with all the lies that you're telling and you getting caught up in them, you're going to help, you're going to blow this whole case before it even gets started. Megan is lying a lot. She's all over the place. She has a, um, a nonchalant look on her face, which is making me question her now because I'm like, okay, Luke is dead. Y'all seem to be so in love. What could have happened in that week of time to where if something did happen to him, you're so calm. You, you become so dark and cold. Like, I need answers. What happened? <laughs> so, um, you know, the attorney, he's mad and rightfully so. So we go back to summer 99 and we got the four at the beach 
And Megan, you know, she got her new attitude, you know. She wants to do more. She wants to do more riskier things. So the gang decides, you know what? Let's head to the club. Let's make some fake IDs. And, you know, hit the, the at least their only club they have, the little local pub. And, you know, they like, Megan, well, Jeff is like, Megan, you the computer genius. You can figure out something. And, uh, we, you know, he's good with filming and he's good at Photoshop. So they put their heads together. And Luke, he's looking at everything, like, confused because he's like, what? You mean you're actually in? You're going to go? You're going to, what? Like, where's my friend Megan? You know, because he's not used to seeing her like this. So, December 99, <laughs> the plumber comes out to fix the roof. Now, of course, he can't fix nothing if they ain't got no money. And he tells Debbie he needs 6000 and he wants it up front. And she goes to Megan like she's the mom, which I'm telling you, there's three things I want to point out before I go further because I didn't write them down and I don't want to forget. But Debbie... In her money situation, I don't understand it. I I don't understand it. Like, you work for Steve Chambers. Not only do you work for Steve Chambers, you seem to be high up because you make a lot of important ideas with him. Um, when he's meeting with clients, you tell him which direction to go in. You give a lot of feedback. So you're high up there. And he's like, you know, owns everything. And not only that, you're dating him. Why are you struggling so much? And why is Megan the adult? Like, Megan has so much responsibility to be a high school student. And I'm like, you know, what's the deal with Debbie? I don't understand it. Also, something I didn't bring up, and actually, uh, I watched it earlier with my daughter, and um, she had never seen it. So she watched season one or season, no, episode one and two. And she was like, what's up with the girl Parker? Why, um... Did she go to Megan in the beginning of the episode and was like, this would have never happened if she wouldn't have came to town. And then right after that, she went to Isabella and told her she couldn't leave because um, Sheriff had to question all the kids again. They were like, buddy, buddy. And I'm like, we don't see Parker that much. She was like on both sides in episode one. What the hell is going on with Parker? And not only that, they made a comment. And when um, Luke and Jeff was in the truck about him being dyslexic. So I don't think they brought that up for nothing. It was a lot of little clues they brought up and I didn't write them down and I rewatched it. I was like, oh my God. So if we're talking and I think of it, I'm going to say it as well. But um, like I said, she goes to Megan, like Megan is the mom. <laughs> and Megan is like, listen, I got $900. I've been saving it up. And we see Debbie, she's talking about she can't take another loan out of at the moment. Um, she spent this on the plumbing last year. She had to get a retainer for Lily. She doesn't want to ask Steve for anything. But then she can ask. She was like, well, I can ask Steve. And it's just like all over the place. And as they're trying to get it together, in walks Isabella. And she just got five stacks in her hand. So we see where the money came from because we're like why the hell was Isabella bag at the cabin with five thousand dollars so now we see um we're starting to see how the five thousand dollars kind of got brought in the picture I'm sure on how he found it in the bag it was some type of big argument how Megan was so resistant I'm can pretty much guess that Isabella might have threw it at her I don't know that's just a theory of mine 
but now we see where it came from. And of course, you know, she offers, she just wants to be a part of the family and they both declined the offer. It was very, um, it was very generous, but you know, they declined, you know, they don't want to take that much money off of her. She like, listen, you know, my parents told me to get something for Christmas. I, I want to give it to you. So <clears throat> Debbie suggests that they go overseas for the night. And with Megan being irritable, that she can't only enjoy her senior year, but it's going to be awkward because Debbie is dating Steve. She's dating Luke. And she's like, okay, I don't want you to ask Steve for help. You're already dating him. That's weird because now I'm dating Luke and he worked for him. You already He already helps us too much. Now we have to go over there and Brent might have leaked the tape. It's just going to be so uncomfortable. So Megan was irritable. She didn't want to be over there. And we starting to see uh, a little bit of change in the 1999 winter with Megan. And I'll bring that up momentarily. But it goes back to summer 99. And... Jeff and Megan, they're up in her room and you know what I'm saying? They're making a fake IDs and they're talking about college plans and they flirt a little bit. Jeff was flirting a little bit more and she was like flattered laughing. But with Jeff, it seems like she can really be herself, like her nerdy self, you know, love talking about what she loves to do with computers. He can be his self talking about how he wants to go to college. He wants to go to NYC. He wants to be in film and like they really had a you know a good chemistry it might not have been a good you know fire chemistry where it could grow up into this wonderful relationship but they had a really good chemistry but they have been friends for a long time so we see as they are talking she gets a little message alert about how um somebody can help her they're a good teacher and she hurries up and closed it out but the way how she hurried up and closed it out it was just like weird like she might have got some messages from that person before and she just hurried up and closed it so i'm sure that will come back up now it goes to summer 2000 and megan's attorney continues to grill her asking her if there is anything else she is not telling him and clearly at this point she's lying and we know <laughs> we, we know she was actually with luke the morning after now when he supposedly went missing of course um at first she said she dropped him off at home she didn't see him after they left the party but now we know that's a lie and she's claiming that she was with him the next day and that's the part that i'm making me kind of like you know when i first started watching season two i'm like <laughs> i don't trust isabella i'm seeing megan i'm isabella I ain't on her team and I ain't on Megan's team. I'm on Luke's team. That's that's who team I'm on. I'm on Luke's team because Isabella, she's just, I don't know. We can't trust her, but she's too, it's too obvious. So I'm like, I don't think Isabella might have did anything because that's too obvious. It's pointing at her. But then with Megan, I don't know. She's just acting so weird. It's just like, it's making me not like her. Because <laughs> I'm like, why are you acting? It's just different. So that's who team I'm on. From now on, I'm on Luke. But that's what Cruel Summer does to you in the middle of the season. It kind of takes you every which way and nothing is going to be as it seems towards the end. So we'll see. I'm probably now 
every uh till we get to the season finale i'm probably gonna change the side each week because but this this episode i wasn't on isabella's side or i wasn't on megan i was on loops <laughs> so we get into winter 99 and debbie and um debbie and uh and megan they talk about steve and how megan should have come and talk to her about you know having sex with luke she's like you know that's a lot for a teenager to go through and you know i'm sorry that this happened to you could have came and talked to me as a mom and you know sex is supposed to be special especially your first time and megan kind of made a look like yeah it was special but it had me kind of side eyeing like the way she said it i'm like was her first time actually with luke or was it with jeff like how far did her and jeff go in summer 99 because jeff is hurt that she's with luke so i think jeff's gonna fit somewhere in the picture of what happened with either not only the tape or the disappearance something happened and i think more than uh Isabella and Megan know about it, but I don't know. So it goes back to summer 99. The crew, the gang, all four of them, they get together. They rehearse on how to get into the club and, you know, what to say when they present the fake IDs. And um, Luke is starting to notice how, you know, close Jeff and Megan are playing it to each other. He's just looking, you know, all the jokes. She's over laughing, the flirtation. You know, he's seeing how close they up on each other. So, you know, it just shows them looking. And then it cuts back to December 99. And Debbie, Isabella, and Megan, they arrive at Steve's. Now, the girls, they don't want to be there because of Brett. And when Steve calls... <laughs> <when laughs> When Steve called Brett to come downstairs <laughs> to greet his guest, and he just didn't come, I had to start, I had to start laughing because I'm like, if what thing Brett gonna do? Brett gonna be an asshole, okay? Uh, but the way how he just didn't come downstairs, I said, this dude is a straight just douchebag. But um, he ignores him, and then Steve uh. Not only that, Steve is looking like he's just completely stressed out. Steve is looking like he's over it. He's stressed out. And he tells Debbie that they just lost the, you know, the client that they had been wanting to get over the big tape. And um, like I said, I had rewatched episode one today and two. And I was uh, like, okay, so I think this is the same client that he was trying to get and said that he could really help out the chambers. Um and, you know, put uh, their city on the map with uh, this client. I'm thinking this is the same client he was trying to do business with in summer 99. And, you know, with the, uh, December coming up, that was only some months later. And then, you know, now he like, you know, their values, their morals don't match because he's seen the tape. So I'm wondering, is that the client he lost that could, you know, put his business in jeopardy? So he just looks completely stressed out. So the three, um, they go upstairs. Luke's tell, uh, Luke tells them about Brett's punishment. And also we see some jealousy stemming from Megan. When Luke tells Isabella that somebody made some cookies or something for her, I'm guessing it's the housekeeper. And uh, 
he's like, yeah, she knew you liked him from, you know, before. And of course, the summer before. And it, Isabella was, I mean, Isabella was like, oh, that's so sweet. And Megan was looking, Megan started looking jealous, you know. So it cuts back to summer 99. And uh, they all go to the bar. Of course, the girls get in. And Luke drops the ball <laughs> by him not knowing the Zodiac sign for the end of May. And, of course, Luke, you were supposed to say, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> but his fake ID didn't get him in the club. And Jeff was the sidekick. So the, the, the uh, bouncer dude told him, like, no, you and your sidekick got to go. So they couldn't get in because of Luke. Luke dropped the ball not knowing the Zodiac sign. But who would have guessed? The bouncer would have asked, yo, what's his Zodiac sign? So it cuts to summer 2000. And it goes to the police station. Jeff is there. I'm guessing he's awaiting questions as well. He's with his father, it looks like. Isabella and her attorney leaves. And um, Megan walks in with her attorney. They arrive for more questions. Um, we see that when Megan goes back there, a letter was sent from Luke saying he was running away. But it has Megan's fingerprints on it. So now everything is just pointing at Megan. I'm like, you know what? Megan, if you kill Luke, <laughs> listen. <laughs> but, of course, it's too obvious. We know in Cruise Summer, nothing ever is what it seems. So, Myers, he just grills her so hard. He grills, so, so, he grills her so hard where her attorney calls quits. Like, listen, any further questions, she, needs to, she just has to be arrested. We're out of here. And, of course, we know why Myers is going hard. He wants to solve a murder. But Luke... Him and Luke were very, very close, you know, and, you know, he's looking at Isabella like I'm looking at Isabella. This was the love of your life. Why are you acting so damn weird? Why are you lying? You know, so it cuts to December 99 and it's just a lot of jealousy going on here. Uh, Megan goes in Luke's bathroom to take a shower. She grabs a towel Isabella bathing suit is in there from summer 99. It does a flashback where we see her dancing. And we remember that. That's from the uh, second episode. However, <laughs> I kind of was with Megan there like, I, it's been months. I know you don't wash your towels every week. Why is this bathing suit just right here? Like, just so random. So she gets upset. It cuts back to summer 99. And... The girls are having a time of their life. They're young. They just snuck into the club for the first time. They go to order a drink. A guy at the at the end of the bar, he buys it for them. And Megan takes her first drink with Isabella. She's never done anything like this before. So, you know, I'm going to kind of summarize it up a little bit for the club scene. But they dance, they have fun, they talk, they have shots of tequila as well. And we see Myers walk in. It looks like Myers was doing some type of deal at the pool to at the pool table. I don't know what that was. It could have been gambling or something because we remember that when him and Steve were going back and forth, they, he brought up something that he had to help him out of. But Myers walks in, so of course they have to abruptly leave. And outside is Jeff and Luke. And I'm staying on Summer 99 for a minute, just sum summarizing this whole scene. But before they make it to the car, Jeff and Luke, they're out there. Luke is asking questions about, you know, 
Like, what's going on with you and Megan? You guys been hanging close, you know. You know, it's cool if you guys go up, right? You know, but he, he filling the situation out. And we can really see Summer 99 towards the end. Luke was getting very jealous of how close Jeff and Megan was. In Winter 99, we see after this tape came out, it's just so much suspicion that Megan is having about Luke and Isabella. So it's a lot of jealousy um, in both summer and winter and this was like a reverse you know luke is jealous then when we go to winter megan's jealous and skeptical so we we stay in december 99 for a moment and megan she ends up bringing up the money to luke you know she like isabella offered five thousand dollars and you know as she's telling him about it and you know like you know i couldn't take it he like oh she didn't mean it like that and she like hold on confiding in you about how I'm feeling. You seem to already know. Hey, you know how she feeling? How the hell you know this? I mean, that's how I would have been. <laughs> you know, women know when they telling they man something like, and they just like, oh no, she didn't mean it like that. Hold on. How you know? Why you taking up for her? I mean, it's just a natural reaction. It's just a natural reaction. But anywho, we learned that Isabella and Luke, they still talk from time to time. Megan like, oh, so you guys talk about me behind my back? And he like, no, we're just friends, you know. And um, she brings up the fact that everything comes so easy for them. She like, you know, you can get your window bust out and it's fixed tomorrow. Like we got pipes bust out and we don't even know how they're going to get fixed. I saved, I had to work my ass off to save up $900. That was just gone. Isabella does something and her parents just write a check. How do I expect either one of you to feel how I'm feeling? So we see Megan is all over the place and it cuts to what well, stays in um, December 99 winter at the Chambers house. So when Megan storms off and she ends up going back in the house. Megan, she kind of grills Isabella next about, you know, her swimsuit. And Isabella goes off. She like, Megan, really? All the stuff I've done for you? Like, have you walked around this town lately? Have you seen what they're calling me? And you still don't trust me? What I got to do for you? What I got to kill for you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they do that very dramatically. And she like, you know, what I got to do to prove my loyalty. And that part I felt was sincere. So we go to summer 99 and the girls arrive back to the truck. And the boys are like, hold on, y'all look a little tipsy. And Luke looks so concerned. He like, hold on, you had your first drink? I wish I could have been there to enjoy that with you. I wanted to see it. You know, he was just so concerned. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So they all decide to keep the party going and, you know, they all go out partying to drink some more. But before we can enjoy that, some more cuts to December 99 and we get to the nice and wonderful dinner scene. <laughs> At first, it's just the, the three, Isabella, Megan and Luke arguing with Brent because Brent just ain't antagonizing them. He calls Isabella a slut. Then Steve has to come down and calm the situation down. Like, let's just have a nice dinner. But then it cuts to summer 2000. And Debbie runs upstairs trying to be a mom. <laughs> she yelling, going off on Megan about knowing Luke was running away. And how could she do that to Steve? And 
at this point, I, all I was hearing was blah, 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 because I wasn't trying to hear nothing Megan was saying. To me, Megan is lying about a whole bunch. Cer certain things started to make sense towards the end of the episode, but I still just can't understand this attitude she has. I, I, I didn't buy a word of what she told Debbie. It could have been true about how, you know, he just had to get away and she was just helping him. Then he went missing. I don't know, but I didn't buy a word of what she was saying. I think she knows exactly what happened to Luke. So we get back to the family dinner in December 99. Now, Debbie is like, I think Brent owes Isabella and Luke an apology. <laughs> Steve just sitting there like, apologize to Isabella. <laughs> so, you, you know, Brent, Brent going to be like, I'm sorry, I messed up. Let's move on. You know, Brent, he playing with his fork. He don't give a damn, you know. And Megan is, she like, hold on, that that wasn't sincere. Go on. And, you know, it was just getting real intense. Steve, like, okay, Megan, he apologized. Let's move on. Let's have a nice dinner. Everybody got into it. Steve and Debbie got into it. She made a comment. Brent was like, you just messed up there, Debster. <laughs> Luke stepped in, just trying to calm the situation down. Then Megan went off on him, like, hold on, you taking up for him? And then Isabella jumped in it, and she like, you stay out of this. And then uh, Debbie says something, and then Steve says something about her parents. And it made, I mean, it was just all over the place. It was all over the place. This was the most intense dinner to where Debbie had to get up and leave, and they laugh. Because who would have wanted to stay there? Who in the hell would have wanted to stay at that dinner after that? And Debbie was grilling, especially when she found out it was more tapes. She like, hold on. He needs to go to jail. You know, but like I said before, if that privilege is not checked at an early age, yeah, he will go on and do terrible things because he's going to think he's untouchable. So, and we see that. That's that entitlement privilege shit right there. So she did have a point. Brent needs to be checked because that little tap he got in the truck from his dad and then him having to take a semester off of school, that ain't going to do it for Brent. Brent going to be privileged and think he can do whatever he think he can be Mr. Untouchable. So Debbie ends up, well, Debbie and Megan, they go back to their house. And when they get there, I don't know if Isabella went back with them or not. And maybe she was just like, you know, outside in the trailer. But they were in the kitchen by themselves. And they're talking about, you know, the fight they had with Steve and Luke. And, you know, they're just talking about everything going on. And as they're talking, and then, you know, Debbie's like, maybe we should take the money. And, you know, she's like, no, I've, you know, Isabella's already done enough for me, you know, taking cover for this tape so I don't lose my scholarship. Debbie lets her know, like, I think this whole thing is having a strain on your on your friendship. And as they're talking, it's just nonstop prank calls coming in, you know, just talking stuff about Isabella to go back home, calling her a slut, just a lot of shit, you know. So it cuts back to summer 99 and the gang of four, they, you know, get together to continue partying. They get some drinks, they laugh, they, you know, just do them as teenagers. And Megan and Jeff decide to take a little walk. 
And, you know, they take a little walk and, you know, they're flirting with each other. We see their first kiss. And now as they're kissing, Luke is watching. When I said they took their first walk, I think he knew exactly how many steps they took because he watched everything. Isabella just talking to him like, yeah, then we got on the dance floor and we got, we you know, we did this. And he's like, uh-huh, yep. He's steady watching Megan like, <laughs> like step one, step two, step three. And then we went on the floor and, oh, yeah, that's cool, five, six. Oh, I missed the step. Eight, nine. I mean, Luke was watching everything. And I know Isabella caught that after um, Megan and Jeff kissed and he kissed Isabella, but it was just like a random kiss where you could tell he wasn't in it and she felt every bit of it, you know? So um, we get into the next scene and this is summer 2000. Uh, Sheriff Myers, he arrives at Megan's house to take her computer into custody. And this is the first time in the year of 2000 that we have actually seen any type of emotion come out of her. And it's all about this damn computer. And I'm like, what the fuck on this? What's on this? I know she, what, what is Megan hiding? What's on this computer? Because since 2000, Every time they show a scene from 2000, she's so dark. She doesn't care about anything. She's just, you know, so dry. But when he went to go take that computer, we seen so much emotion out of her. So now I'm just wanting to know what's on that computer. So and then we go to summer 1999. And the girls wind down. They talk about how great their night was. They decide to have a sleepover. So now we see their bond is there. We have finally made it to the point to where they are friends. They are like growing a sisterhood. They are growing into best friends. Like they are their bond is tight. So now we have officially caught up on that part. Now we're seeing the beginning of Megan and Jeff. We're seeing a jealousy start with Luke. So now we're starting to get somewhere. But this is always where it gets confusing at because they're going to give us so many twists and turns and it's not going to actually be what we think it's going to be anyway so probably why i'm so mad at megan and isabella they probably ain't even, i don't know i was gonna say they probably ain't knew nothing but no nah, they knew they for sure knew uh luke was dead they for sure knew his body was down there they for sure knew blood i don't know so let me not give them too much grace yet <laughs> so um megan makes a call right after um, her computer is taken into custody and she makes a, a call to some suspicious person. We don't know who she was on the phone with, but she's just like, yeah, they took my computer. You know, I was entering the code. So I'm like, who is she on the phone with? And not to mention like when they put Luke's body out of the river, if you go back, we see the guy, Neil, standing um, away, and he kind of looks at Megan. And I still want to know who was the, the guy she took the diss to as well. So, like, I'm like, I don't know who she on the phone with. Somebody else knows something else. So, the police, uh, they take it into custody. Sheriff Myers, and I'm guessing a computer genius is in there. He's trying to search everything. And he's like, hold on, it's a virus in here. Hold on, I, I might have caught something. And before we can see what he caught, it cuts to December 99. And we see Steve, oh, soft self. He didn't send the plumber out. <laughs> so Steve ended up sending the plumber out to the house anyway, even though him and Debbie weren't messing with each other because she stormed out mad. So I said, Steve must like him some Debbie because he be doing a lot for that family. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So... 
Megan checks the mail. Now, this is still December 1999, right after uh, we seen the plumber there. She checked the mail, and normally she's a straight A student, not even an A minus. When she checked the report card, she had all A's, all except for one, she had a C plus. So, like, Debbie, like, hold on, what's that? She's like, oh, just jump mail. She walks out the house. And then it cuts back to the precinct in summer 2000. And we learn that Megan was pregnant. And I was like, what now? <laughs> there was a twist and a turn and a turn and a turn. So now we see why she was so weeped up with emotions <laughs> coming out of her when she was so moody in December of 99. What happened to the baby? Did she have a miscarriage? Was that what the blood was? Who knows? Who knows? Something happened. Did she have an abortion? Like something happened. Was that why Luke was freaked out? I want answers. I want answers. But you know what? We're going to get them week by week. But please tell me your theories. Don't go anywhere because I'm about to play the trailer and they have already released a sneak clip for next week. So I'm going to play that as well. Let me get that together and I'm about to play it. Someone's trying to frame you. All the more reason for me to strike back. I think it's best if you stay somewhere else. But sooner or later, someone's going to talk. Surprise. You're better when you were a little tight. Oh, my God. Cruel summer. Monday's at 10 on Fruitful. Now, I don't know y'all already seen that trailer, but why is Carlton on it? <laughs> Carlton from uh, Bel Air, the spinoff, the reboot. Why is Carlton on Cruel Summer? <laughs> For my Bel Air watchers, when I seen Carlton in the preview, I said, Carlton. <laughs> it looked like Carlton going to be, um, well, I know his name ain't going to be Carlton in the show. But that's Carlton. It looked like Carlton going to be Isabella Fling from the past. And it looks like that's going to be summer 99. So maybe that's why her and Luke broke up. I don't know. But I can't wait. Um, it looks like Debbie is going to be telling Isabella she needs to find somewhere else for her to go. And then also Isabella going to be telling her lawyer that somebody's trying to frame her. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. But they did release a sneak peek for episode five. So here is that. Lately, it's like she's hiding things from me. Shutting me out. And things have been so strange with us ever since that night at your house. Yeah, me too. It's been like, it's an arctic chill. Then earlier she snuck out. At first I thought to see you. No. Yeah, no, I... She was acting strange. Like she had a secret. Now what? She... <laughs> Never mind. That was Isabella and Luke talking. I guess he did say they talk from time to time. What I'm thinking from that sneak clip is that Megan might have found out she was pregnant then or she was trying to get something fixed with that grade. She ran out the house. She didn't want to tell them either she was pregnant or her grades failed. Isabella obsession had her watching every step of what she was doing thinking she was going to see Luke. She's been acting cold and dry with both of them. So Luke probably showed up looking for Megan. And then Isabella probably was like, oh, she not with you. And they probably got to sitting there talking gossiping. Who knows? But all I know is I can't wait for episode five. I want more. I want more. And I want answers what the hell happened to luke <laughs> all right y'all that was a solid episode i love crew summer 
it's different from my normal recaps, but I love it. It was uh, season one was one of the first shows I ever recapped. Um, I'm about to play my trailer. I mean, my sleeper for the pod. We're going to keep it in 1999. Never go wrong when you play some Christina Aguilera and don't get it twisted. Christina Aguilera was that girl back in the 90s. And she still is. I used to love me some Christina, and that was the song. And it was on it was um out and popping around that time. Because it came out with that uh movie What Women Want. But that's my jam. Um if you guys haven't um watched, I'm about to do a, a documentary recap. Uh, it's called Mr. Untouchable, um, the Nikki Barnes story. Uh, you can actually, I think the full version is on YouTube. I know it's on Prime, but yeah, check that out because I will be recapping that um, 
in the next over the next couple of days. I'll get that out. And I'm actually starting a new segment for July. By a lot of our shows are still on breaks. So we have our cruise summers, but you know, all our powers and everything are off right now. I'm gonna try a new segment that I think will be really, really cool. Um, I'm gonna pull a show from the 90s, random shows, some of my favorite random shows. Um, one of them will be New York Undercover. I already got the episode I'm pulling. Um, I'm going to pull one from Beverly Hills 90210, the original. I'm just going to be pulling random shows that I used to love in the 90s. We're going to pull one episode, recap it, talk about the fashion, talk about um, the issues that they have, talk about how much times have changed now that we're in 2023, and talk about has the thoughts, the lifestyles, the the writing, did it age well? Um, you know, was it ahead of its time? I think that'll be really fun. So if you guys can pull up any show, uh, pull one episode from the season, send it to me. I'll do that as well. It has to be in the 90s, not the 2000s, not the 80s. So between 1990 and 99, pull an episode. I know my first one I'm going to do is going to be off New York Undercover. And if you guys want to watch all of the uh, old reruns of New York Undercover, that's on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm going to pull one from Beverly Hills 90210 because that was one of my favorite shows. All of those episodes are on Prime as well as Hulu. I'm just going to be pulling random episodes. It's going to be from all different types of shows. Like uh, one might be from Law and Order. One might be from uh, Meryl's Place. Uh, just random. It could even be a sitcom like Fresh Prince or something. We're going to be pulling just random shows for the month of July and just, you know, talking about you know, was it ahead of its time? Did it age well? Talk about how much times have changed fashion. I think that would be really, really amazing. It's just something fun to do. And then I'm also going to start pulling for my Power Watchers some uh, random episodes from Power. And that will be its own segment into the Power Universe Returns. And just talking about you know, recapping one episode at a time, especially when uh, Tariq started to turn dark and just talk about, you know, how much he's changed and now that he has his own show. So that was what I'm working on now into um, the Power Universe Returns. But I hope you guys did enjoy this recap. It is the weekend. So if you guys get out, please have fun, but be safe and protect your energy at all costs. Stress is high right now. Depression is real. Protect your energy. If you got anybody who is an enemy to your energy, please get rid of them. The sky is the limit. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be. You just got to put your mind to it and do it. And stay away from people, from the naysayers. Stay away from people who don't believe in you. Believe in yourself. And when you believe it, you can achieve it. You know, just I'm sending you positive vibes, you know great energy and you guys know you can always hit me up to say what's up i would love that so i hope you guys in, uh, enjoyed this and i love you guys and thank you for your support as always it's your girl shanice and i'm out hope you enjoyed the show with your girl shanice <laughs>